Good afternoon, saints of God. This is Reverend Curtis coming to you once again with words of encouragement. Our message today will be coming from Luke 15, chapters 1 through 7, verses 1 through 7. And we'll begin reading. Then drew nigh unto him all the publicans and sinners to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. And he spoke this parable unto them, saying, What man of you having a hundred sheep? If he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over the ninety-nine just persons which need no repentance. Jesus in this 15th chapter, Luke, Luke would give us three parables which Jesus gives when teaching about laws. The attributes of laws, the cause of laws, and how to prevent and how to recover from laws. In these parables concerning law, it has everything to do with the attitude of the people of God and their commitment to their calling. It's not a reference to the church because Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell, all that Satan has to try to stop it will not work. When we look at the parable, we talk about an earthly, a common story used to explain or give understanding to a heavenly or spiritual meaning. Lost questions our ability and care of that which was lost and how far we are willing to go to recover it. We're, were we careless? Did we do everything possible to provide security? Were we diligently were we watchful over that which God has trust us with? 
were we good stewards? In these first seven verses, we will see Jesus teaching and is that the publicans, which are known as the tax collectors and sinners gathered around to hear him and also the Pharisees, the religious leaders, and the scribes, the one that, who interpreted the scriptures. And the scripture says, and they began to murmur about Jesus receiving and eating with sinners. The one thing to notice here is that Jesus was not concerned to the point that he would allow what the religious leaders thought about him to hinder him from speaking the truth. He didn't need their participation. They needed him. That's the difference in many of our religious institutions today. We will compromise or avoid the truth altogether to draw people to us and not to Christ. We will change who we are and our commitment to Christ and who we, re rep who we represent to gain a following or to be exalted. We will focus on the external more than on the internal which is the soul of mankind. We will sacrifice the integrity of God's words, recognition and title. Jesus said, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. Luke 19 and 10. The truth about loss is that before they or it was lost, it was secure. It was in possession of its owner. At some point, the owner looked away or someone or something demanded his or her attention. He deemed something else more precious and it didn't matter concerning a small loss. Jesus asked them a question the religious leaders of that day and all those that were standing to hear him teach. And the same question that he asked them, he's asking of the saints today. And when we look at the scripture, verse four says, what manner of man of you, what man of you having a hundred sheep if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it. Jesus is allowing us to see how important that one sheep was to that that 99 that remain in the fold. And Jesus is allowing us to see 
the importance of one sinner to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ than over that 99 who have heard and who have believed and may remain in the fold. An analogy is what father or mother who has seven children and one is abducted or kidnapped along does not go to the authorities and find a missing person report, print flyers, go to the press, get on social media, form a search party, and search the hedges and highways until your child is found. This shows the diligence and the commitment and the love you have for your child. Jesus said in St. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting love. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You want to know why so many of our sanctuaries are low in attendance and others are closed? Because we are not concerned enough for the one that left because we didn't think they mattered. Because where two or three gather together in my name, I'll be in the midst. We sometimes use this passage of scripture to call our attention to those that are in the body of Christ and seldom look beyond those two or three that's in the congregation because we say that Christ is in the midst. And that is the truth about that scripture. But what about the one that has strayed away, the one that has wandered off? Do we show enough concern about them that we go into the hedges and highways until we find those who have wandered away, not realizing that showing not no concern for the one that left, then all of a sudden you look up, there's another one gone. Then another one is gone. Then all of a sudden, only that is left is the two or three. But when we look at this scripture and we look at this parable, Jesus is allowing us to see that the one that wandered off, the one that went astray, the one that is lost, 
is more important than the 99 that remains in the sheepfold. And sometimes we get so caught up in our religion that we are not concerned enough when people begin to leave, people begin to go astray in the midst of our worship. And we're not concerned enough and we don't even miss them. We just keep doing what we're doing. We keep getting our praise on when souls are being lost in the midst of our praise. And Jesus continues it, and when he has found it, and when he has found it, he lay it on his shoulder rejoicing. And when he has found it, he lay it on his shoulder rejoicing and when he come at home he called it together his friends and neighbors saying unto them rejoice with me for i have found my sheep which was lost how can a family rejoice with the six children that knowing that the family has been torn apart by the one that is lost. There can be no rejoicing until he or she returns to the fold. Jesus is saying, how can a shepherd rejoice when he has lost the sheep? When one has strayed away, how can a church rejoice, get their praise on, knowing that there is one sinner, only one sinner has been lost. Jesus said, that one sinner, that one person, I don't care if you're in a mega church, I don't care if you're in a small church, how can you come from Sunday to Sunday and get your praise on and never mention the name or call the name of the one sinner that was lost. I never spend any time in the hedges and highways looking for that sinner. Jesus said, when you find that one sinner, when you go searching for that one, he said, when you find it, when you give them the gospel of Jesus Christ. When you know and let them know about the love of Jesus Christ, 
leading people to Christ and pointing souls to Calvary requires more than standing in a pulpit and giving an invitation. Sometimes you have to sacrifice the pulpit for the streets. Sometimes you have to sacrifice getting your praise on to preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Putting him out front. Sometimes you have to sacrifice the testimony of what God has done for you to go into the hedges and highways to minister to people who don't realize what God can do for them. It says when you find that sheep, you lay it on your shoulder, you come rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost. I say unto you, Jesus said unto them, and I say unto you, the church today, likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repents than over the 99 just persons which need no repentance. I say unto you, the body of Christ today, that joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented than over the 99 or the 100 of people that gather at your church on Sunday which need no repentance. May God bless his word today. May God bless the hearers of his word today. May God open up the eyes of the blind who cannot see beyond the walls of the sanctuary and view the landscape outside of the church which is the hedges and highways that are littered with sinners, that are littered with people in need of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that this word have gone forth with the power and the anointing, that the seed has been planted, and that some will come and water. And we're praying that God would give the increase. Let your word go forth like a two-edged sword, piercing to the heart and core of every man's soul. And says, wake up, wake up, and hear what God is saying unto the church. Open your eyes 
because it's not only the one or the boy that was born blind that needed sight, but it's those who think that we see clearly what God would have us to do. Open their eyes, open our eyes, that we might see clearly what Paul understood. For woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. Until next time, this is Reverend Curtis Watkins saying you be blessed today and hear what the Lord is saying unto the church. Amen.